What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday. Welcome back to your favorite podcast of the week, or at least to start the week, Brunch with Desby. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B. And today, the B stands for bring all the energy you need, baby. I am so excited to be back in my tiny ass desk, sitting here talking to you guys in my element, in my very small element, but in my element, and be able to give you guys a really fun episode. The reason why I think it's going to be so fun is because we are truly just going to be chatting, chatting. I asked you guys on my sunscreen and sarcasm account, like what you guys want me to talk about this week. And a lot of it was just like catch up. How are things postpartum? How are you doing? How do you date after quarantine? X, Y, and Z. So I just want to like answer some questions, give some advice, give you guys some insight on like what's going on in life. Um, and just kind of catch up. I know last week we did a mini catch up. Um, but more importantly, I wanted to dive a little bit deeper, especially because I came back from traveling and I'm back in like my good recording area with, you know, Maddox is down for a nap. I'm able to actually like dive in with you guys versus it being like a quick literally recorded off my iPhone. So thank you guys for still downloading on um, last week's episode. If you listened, I still appreciate it. It was still a good little mini episode. And I hope that you really enjoyed my little encouragement at the end to just remind you to be your 120% fucking sexy ass, badass self. But today, like I said, I have a few like announcement stuff, little housekeeping here in the beginning. And then we're going to get into, like I said, like some catch up and stuff. So I will be very honest. I have a sandwich in front of me. Um, and at first I was like, oh my gosh, I should probably eat this before I record. And for the most part, I'm not going to like sit here and maul on it, but I will let you know that I left part of my sandwich because I was like, you know what? I'm sitting here talking to my best friends and you know, like when you get a phone call from your friend and she's like, bitch, guess what? This that bitch is always chomping on gum or she's fucking drinking a Starbucks drink while she's spilling the tea. And that's like the same energy I want with you guys today. I want to be that friend that's FaceTiming you or calling you on the phone, munching on my fucking sandwich while I'm telling you guys what's good. So if I take a bite, no, that's why. That's why, because we are here together having fun and chatting. And that's what makes brunch with Des B fucking meat, like brunch with me. That's why it's fun. So, um, Without further ado, I let's skip the announcements for now and let's just roll the intro and get into it. Okay, so I do have my little Starbies cup, but I actually filled it up with nice cold water and a crystal light lemonade today. Mm. Cheers. Mm. Oh my God, that shit is crisp. Oh, it's spicy. Okay, so first things first, a little catch up here. I told you guys last episode that we do have a program coming out in September. And as of right now, I will give you a little egg. If you're here listening, it's planning to release on September 12th and it will be $49.99. Okay, that's all I'm telling you for now. Stay tuned for details, but mark it in your calendar. $49.99, four-week program, September 12th, launch date, and it'll be open for five to seven days. Okay, cool. Write that down. Next, um, 
things to buy. So something else fun that I did real quick. Um, I put on my sunscreen and sarcasm account. Again, if you guys don't follow this account, you can request to follow it. I'm going to be honest. I don't accept everyone. If you look like you're a fake account, I'm not accepting you. Um, and I look at like the amount of followers you have. I look at your photo, your bio, et cetera. And if it doesn't like kind of align to me, if there's a way I can try to avoid it, I do. Granted, some people are just going to follow me that are actually real people and they're just like snakes and that's okay. I can't save everyone, but I try. Um, so definitely request to follow. It's just sunscreen and sarcasm. It's no spaces, no nothing. It's just a fun account. I usually always post what I want. I really do not give a shit, but it's almost like on my Desby account. It's like, how much do I post? Right? Cause that's still like my main account. So on my sunscreen and sarcasm account, my Instagram stories are always like a mile long to tap through, but they're just more uncensored and, and fun. I'm still myself, but it's just a place where I don't feel like I have an expectation and it's, I just like it. Okay. So I asked a few things and I want you guys to get out your pens and your pencils or your Apple notes. If you're driving bitch, just come back to this. We're at like the five minute mark. I want you guys to know here are some hot items that people have bought recently that you should buy too. Or like if you're in the market to buy it, to buy it. One thing that I've bought recently that I'm really obsessed with is my little crossbody phone holder from Lululemon. I'm not sure what like the name of it is. It's just like, you can probably find it under their bags. I put like my little cards in there, like my debit cards, little bit of cash in my phone. And that has been so helpful for me to have with Maddox's diaper bag, because like, I can't carry around a huge ass purse and a diaper bag. It just like, doesn't make sense. So I've had that like little crossbody strap and it's been so nice. I've also, um, bought a few makeup items from Ilia beauty and I supported my friend, my face story, M Y F A C E S T O R Y, just like it sounds, but she has a code that is exactly that my face story for 15% off. So I wanted to support her, you know, have her make a little bit of coin via commission. And I tried some Ilya beauty and I'm so far very obsessed with everything I ordered. Um, specifically like one size fits all because you guys would all love this. They're like shiny lip oil, um, stain or whatever. I got the color petals and it's so pretty. Another thing that I got that I really love recently is my Dyson air wrap. I haven't used it as often as I thought, but I did just get my hair done yesterday, which bitch. Oh my God. Oh my, oh my God. I literally looked so hot yesterday. And I'm saying that with the utmost confidence because you could not look at me in the eye and tell me I'm ugly. I would have literally laughed at you yesterday. Now today I woke up, you know, got a little bit of morning bedhead. You could probably tell me I'm ugly and I could probably be like, "Mm, maybe, but yesterday you cannot tell me that the sun doesn't come out of my asshole. I looked and felt so good. With that being said, I'm excited to start trying my Dyson Airwrap more often since I have my extensions back in. Um, and it's just nice to kind of like have some heat to dry, not just always air dry. So, oh my God, long winded, but here we go. Here are some things that you girlies have bought lately that are a must have or a game changer. Airy fold over joggers. I'm going to have to look those up. The merch from six weeks to strength 3.0. Oh, I love you guys. Mr. Coffee iced coffee maker saves so much money. Deep tissue massage gun. This one is for mom's busy baby mat. Best purchase ever. 
the hotshot free people romper. It was worth the hype for me. Bought four colors. Oh fuck. She bought four. I'm literally writing that one down. Non-tangible item, but schedule a booty or fuck. I hate this word. Is it boudoir? Boudoir? Oh, it's boudoir thing. Not tangible item, but schedule a boudoir show, uh, shoot because of you. Oh, so she scheduled one because of me. So worth it. Tan Lux, the gradual self tanning lotion. NetView pet camera instead of expensive ass baby monitors. Oh my God. Love that idea. Um, oh my God. A clit stimulating vibrator game changer. Also fun to use with your partner. Love that. Wonderful wagon for my nine month old Maddox needs. Okay. I will look at that. I will look that up. Clearance women's best matching red bike shorts and sports bra. Okay. Interested. Pillow slides. I don't like being barefoot or wearing shoes. Good all good alternative. Oh, I love that. Oh, like wearing house shoes. I would agree. I don't know about you guys. I've never actually found a pair of slippers that I've like lived in. Is that just me? Like I would much rather wear literal sandals. So I love that idea. I do have a pair of them, but I might buy another pair for specifically the house. That is a great idea. Um, Oh my gosh. Congratulations to this girl. She said, I bought IVF treatment and made a baby. Oh my gosh. Congrats. Ice pack socks. I have arthritis. That's why I got them. They'd be great after a long day on your feet. Oh my God. Pregnant women stand the fuck up and go order these right now. I could probably easily use them too. I feel like I'm on my feet a lot. So S O W N oat milk creamer on Amazon. It's as creamy as half and half, but health. <laughs> Paula's Choice Body Lotion. Um, oh my gosh, I've heard really good things about that. It does include salicylic acid in it, which is one of my favorite um, like acne ingredients, acne fighting ingredients. So I bet that would be great. I love Paula's Choice. I just recently, um, they actually gifted me. I, I bought two, but then they I opened up my mailbox and they gifted me one. The new, um, it's like a peptide collagen lip a serum. It's virtually a lip gloss, but oh my God, it's so nice. Definitely go order. Um, I don't have a code, but tell them I sent you. <laughs> um, okay. A few more new sheets. Oh my gosh. Something about new sheets is always nice. That kind of just inspired me. Miss mouth stain treater from Amazon. will take out any stain with a couple of sprays. Okay. I'm not sure mouth miss mouth stain. It kind of sounds like something you put in your teeth, miss mouth. Um, but I'm assuming it's not, <laughs> A coolie bar sun hat. So cute. Um, it helps prevent reactions to the sun. Glowish bronzer by Huda Beauty. So pretty. Any kind of snack pack between kid work life. I've been living on accessible food. Girl, I just bought snack packs the other day. I bought the sugar-free ones out of like nowhere. So fucking good. 10 out of 10. Nose Frida snot sucker. Absolutely bought one two weeks ago, actually your challenges and programs. Oh my God. Again, I love you guys. A Peloton. Oh my God. Team fucking Peloton. All right. Two more. I'm trying to find good ones for you guys. Um, oh my God. There's so many good ones. I'm going to share some on my Instagram, but, um, a pair of Sacconi cohesion 13s best shoes. I've heard Sacconi's are solid. So I hope that that was a good one. Um, oh my God. Okay. Last one, last one. I'm just going to fucking pick one Roomba best purchase of 2021. All right. If you want more, make sure that you follow sunscreen and sarcasm. I'm going to start doing these like weekly or something. Cause that's so fun. I love hearing new things that I can purchase. Um, that might even be like small game changers. Like I'm literally reading one out of the corner of my eye. It says flushable butt wipes. 
like that might just be the encouragement someone needs to wipe their ass today. And I want to make sure that you guys feel um, in, in an environment that's going to push you to be your best self and to wipe your ass properly. So anyways, that was fun for the day. I hope that you maybe wrote down a few things or got some ideas. Um, anyways, going back, going back to me, <laughs> I'm taking a bite of my sandwich. I'm sorry. It looks so good. Mm. I'm going to put you on something right now. The sweet is okay. It's from Pepperidge Farm. The sweet Hawaiian bread. Okay. And then you're going to put on laughing cow, light cheese, turkey, and a slice of provolone cheese. Chef's fucking kiss. So good. So delicious. So fresh. So end of summer. Mm, I love that shit. Okay. So a little bit of a wrap up here speaking about last week and my traveling. So number one, I will tell you guys, I bought for the first time chat books. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. It's a online app that you can get and it literally syncs up like even with your phones or your Instagram, your Facebook, and you can create little like photo books. So I bought chat books a few weeks ago now and I got them all in the mail I did one for each month of Maddox's life and I was able to like filter them out of my camera roll. It was fucking fabulous. But with my vacation and stuff, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to, all these photos I have on my phone, I want to put them somewhere. And so I did make a chat book of our traveling to Florida, like as a family, so excited for it to get here. I will put it on my story when I get it, but I made one for me and my mom. Cause she just, she don't even care what kind of photos are in there. She just loves photos. So I made one for both of us, but um, traveling overall was super fun. I am so fucking ready to be home. Like, I mean, I'm home right now, but like I was ready to be home. We had my friend's wedding who I then did her makeup for. So that's kind of where I left off on last week's episode. It was like vacation was going good. It was raining every fucking day. Um, but it was okay. We came home and then that next morning we had to leave to go to my friend's wedding. Um, she was actually in my wedding. We were college roommates. And it's funny because we both were in community college at first. So we went to Kalamazoo Valley Community College and we were in our first class of college ever. So like you walk into college for the first fucking time for your first ever college class. We were in class together. We had a few classes together. Community college is basically high school, but like with a few more people. (laughs) So we were in quite a few classes together because we were majoring in the same thing, but we were in like a PE class and we had to like introduce ourselves, And I remember I said something along the lines of like, I'm on the volleyball team here. Like come to our game tonight. Can't wait. Yada, yada. Anyway, Kylie, that's her name. She thought I was like such a bitch. <laughs> so we still make fun of that moment. Um, because I played volleyball with her roommate at the time. So I wasn't her roommate or friend or anything, but her roommate was on the team with me. So her, her friend, her roommate went home like that same week and was like, Oh my God, you guys have to meet my friend Des. She plays with me. She's like funny and great, whatever. I'll bring her over one night. So I went over there and come to find out I walk in their apartment and there's the girl who's in my PE class, AKA Kylie. So from that moment on, we all became just best friends. They were all in my wedding. Um, and it's just funny. So full circle moment went and did her wedding makeup and went out went on really, really good. Like she had a perfect face, perfect canvas to put that makeup on. Um, we had our wedding. It was hotter 
than a witch's tit. I also have no clue where that saying comes from, but it was fucking hot. Um, like literally so hot where everything was sweating on me from my tits all the way down to my vag. Like everything was wet and it was at a point where like I was confused if I was like discharging or if I was just sweaty. <laughs> like you and I know you guys are like literally bobbing your head like bro, I feel that in my soul. You're like, "Am I wet or am I sweaty? Like what is going on?" Um so we stayed for a few hours. Maddox got tired and then he got a little bit screamy, so we had to go back to the hotel. Um And that was really the first time I've like had to leave an event like that and be like upset. But now, um, we came back home the next day and met some of my followers, um, slash like challengers at Starbies. And then, um, we had brunch with some of our college friends. Um, man, it was just, it was fun to just sit at the same like booths we did in college and just all of us be there now, like where we're at in life. It was just like, oh my gosh we're not old, but like, wow, how fast time goes, you know? So it was really fun. And then we came back Monday. Um, well, we came back Sunday, woke up Monday, kind of like refreshed here at the house. And I've really been working just all week, working, working, client check-ins, challenge check-ins, working on programs, working on candor. Um, and just honestly, working very hard. (laughs) Um, but it feels nice to be back home. Like I'm back up, caught up on all my band orders, merch orders, um, including the, I hate all men hat. Oh my gosh. Literally love that hat so fucking much. And it's funny because I'm sure someone out there is just so upset that I'm selling a hat that says, I hate all men while I simultaneously am married to a man and have a son. But it's the, it's just, it's fucking funny. And if you don't think that that is funny, like, or if you just like, don't agree with the statement, like I hate all men as like a joke or like, it's just, I'm worried. You know what I mean? Like take, take a Percocet. Just kidding. Take something, relax, take the edge off, have a shot, something like come back another day, like reevaluate your emotions and then like come back and then like laugh a little bit because man, we go through so much as women if I want to say one day I fucking hate all men, I 100% can, especially after being assaulted by one and also continuously catcalled as a woman, which I think all of us can agree with. If I want to say I fucking hate all men, I 120% can. And I will put that on a fucking bumper sticker and a fucking hat and a hoodie. And then I'm going to shove it on a fucking crop top. And then I'm going to put it on a thong and then on the back of sweatpants. And I'm then, then I'm going to put it on shorts and then on socks, and then probably on a mask. So literally suck a nut, relax. We're going to be fine. Um, but anyways, new merch, (laughs) swipe up. (laughs) Um, so yeah, just caught up on a lot of stuff. And then now I'm just kind of back in my element. We are literally six days away from Emily's wedding. So today's Sunday, bitch. she gets married on Saturday, this Saturday, I'm going to see my best friend get me fuck I'm gonna cry um but I cannot wait I can't wait to be there we're going up Thursday we're gonna have a um, hotel room she has an Airbnb we're all gonna squat up it's gonna be super fun I'm, I'm very very excited um excited to just enjoy and I'm also gonna have like she Emily is such a saint she invited my mom and my sister and Mila and Ty you know whatever 
So they're going to take Maddox back early and we just get to enjoy our night. And so like, I really just appreciate Emily inviting my family, but also my family coming to help because I'm going to actually be able to like enjoy more of my time, um, with their help. And I'm very grateful for that. So anyways, that's a little rundown of life. Um, I wanted to, like I said, answer a few like questions, um, maybe some advice, whatever you guys need. Um, I already gave you my trip recap, which a lot of people asked. Um, but a few questions, um, in general. So this first one kind of caught my eye. Do you ever get tired of always in quotes working? Do you miss your privacy? That's like a good question. Cause I can't say I really ever think about that. I, some days what I do truly does feel like work, right? Like in, and what I mean more so is like thinking about Instagram. Like I always have to be on Instagram because at the end of the day, that's like my consistent way to find new clients, find new customers, right? Like I have to be present. It's hard for me to take a day off of Instagram sometimes mentally because I feel like it's a missed opportunity to reach someone who might've needed my message today, right? So I do try to disconnect every now and then. Um, but at the end of the day, a lot of the times like showing up day to day now in my now life, it's just fucking fun. Ask me that a year ago, I would have absolutely like complained times 20 because I feel like my outlook on social media and what I do every day has also shifted so much. And I've become more grateful for just like what I have in front of me instead of wanting more, wanting more, wanting more. Um, so sure. Some days I wish I could just completely unplug and not have a like stress with it, if that makes sense. Um, however, I feel like I do have the privacy that I need. Like there are still things that I don't share. There are still things that I keep to myself and I feel like everyone's level of comfortability is different. I like being open because I wish that there were more people that were, um, but it takes a special person to be that vulnerable because you also have to handle like the backlash or the opinions. And like, I will willingly do that to make someone out there feel more normal. So sometimes I miss my privacy in terms of like, if I don't post Wyatt often, people are like, oh, are you guys struggling? You know, like, I miss that part, right? Like I miss people not reading into shit, but I don't think that really means privacy, if that makes sense. But that is a great question. And it's definitely one that I haven't really had a, t had a second to like think about until right now. So great question. Um, someone asked moving tips. So they're moving from Connecticut to California. That's very exciting. Um, if any of you guys out there are making a move at all, use this opportunity to fucking purge. Number one, donate, whatever you want to do. I've thrown so much fucking shit away every time I've moved and I felt lighter about it. Um, some things I tend to hoard, like I'm so scared one day, like, oh, I'm going to look back like, but I remember I wore that outfit with my grandma one time, you know, and it's like stuff like that. I do hoard certain things, but I purposely put certain things I just throw away. I'm like, don't think about it, throw it away. If I haven't touched it within six to eight months, I'm throwing it away or donating it. So like today I went through all my shoes and I have some really nice like Nike Air Max, Nike uh, or Adidas Oswegos, et cetera. And I was like, dude, I have, I literally, this is the first time I'm seeing them in four to six months 
I'm donating them. Like I'm, I'm donating a, donating them. I'm, I'm not going to wear these. Um, so it's stuff like that. I feel like definitely take time to purge to make your traveling lighter, but overall just enjoy where you're at. Go out, try to mingle. I wish I would have done that more in Florida, but we also were in fucking Fort Myers, which is literally where people just go to retire. Like there's no one under the age of 30. So a little bit different, but moving out to California, just like enjoy the opportunities you have out there. Literally seize the day. Um, Go out of your way to like visit different places, support your like small town shops. Um, And like I said, purge, definitely purge, purge, purge. That is what you fucking need to do. Um, Someone asked for a favorites podcast. I like that idea. So if that's interesting to you guys, I'll put a poll on my Instagram. Um, If I should do a favorites podcast, I can definitely write some stuff down that I've found maybe my faves in the past, maybe just summer, right? Like what have I used the most this summer? I, I could definitely sit down and tell you guys a few things. Um... Oh, oh, this is a good one. Um, why treating yourself is okay and needed. Maybe how you treat yourself. I love that. Um, I feel like it's, oh my God, it's just, some people are so weird about moms treating themselves. Like they're like, shouldn't you be watching your baby? Shouldn't you like not be traveling by yourself? Shouldn't you, uh, you know, I see people attack multiple moms I like follow. I'm like, damn, when did everyone become so hurt? <laughs> Who hurt all of you guys? Like I like I literally need to know because whoever hurt you needs to suffer as well because you are you guys are painfully hurt. Um I feel like treating yourself is so important because I've I mentioned this in quite a few episodes in general. Like it's just a mantra I follow. Like you cannot be bet your best self for others if you're not the best self for you to start with like if you are not taken care of you cannot take care of right so like if my mental health is is shit even if I try to fake it I'm still not going to come across as positive and genuine and encouraging for other people in my life who need me So like there was a few times like back in the day where I was going through some shit and I would still show up on social media and just kind of be like my quote normal self. And I would sometimes get messages of people like, Des, are you okay? Like I can just tell you seem kind of off. And it was like, yeah, cause I am. But it, it's like energy doesn't lie. So I think the more that you can just take care of yourself and be confident that you're doing that is the best way that you can treat others better too. My favorite ways to treat myself are honestly like whatever makes me feel my best self, whether it's like doing my makeup and doing my hair and going and taking selfies, getting my hair done, going and getting a massage, taking Maddox to daycare for two hours and going to get a good lift in, going to Target and like literally just walking around. Um, Some of the ways to are just getting a coffee and like sitting outside and being on my phone. Like just no, nowhere to be, nothing to do. Just like on my phone, scrolling, fucking around, watching TikTok, but like nothing around me. No one that I need to pay attention to, no nothing. Um, so 
it's definitely like finding that thing for you. Um, but I, I like to feel good in my appearance. And when I feel good in my appearance, I operate well. So like getting my hair done, nails done, my Botox, my filler, whenever getting my brows waxed. Like I, I enjoy personal self-care, um, to like feel good externally. That makes me feel good internally. <laughs> um, you've probably said this somewhere, but when can we try your Alani pre-workout? Great question. So it, I am as of now taking photos for it. So like doing a photo shoot for it, the end of, end of August. So I'm assuming that it will hopefully be available to purchase in September. Um, but it also is quite a process um, for them to like, like literally create it, fill it, like production, et cetera. So it's not just as easy as me just like having it and be like, here you go. Um, but I also did learn, I think that they're going to do full size tubs, 30 serving tubs. I know that we talked in the past. I think I gave you guys Intel that they might be doing a pack of three, like, so you can taste them all. But as of now, I've heard that they might just be doing full ass serving tubs. So we will see. Um, I will say mine tastes so good dry. Like it tastes good with water too, but like if you dry scoop or if you like stick your finger in it to taste test it, it literally is so good. It's so good. Um, okay. How to, um, deal with a friend who refuses to get help in wallows and sadness. That is so tough because I feel like I've read quite a few like tweets about this, which I know that's not like actual health or, um, quote health science, but I've read a few posts and stuff on like trauma dumping and how toxic it can be in friendships when you're that person that they always dump their trauma onto or their sadness. It's very exhausting as a friend. You can be the most best friend and want the best for your friend and want to be there and want to support, but it can still be a very exhausting position to be in. It's hard for someone who doesn't want to accept help. And I feel like you want to help everyone. Like naturally, like if someone were to come to me in trauma dump, I would want to like reply and be like, oh, like how can I help? You know, whatever. But I feel like there's a point in time too where like, as a friend, you can reply and be like, Julie, I'm making up a name. Julie, I hear you. It, throughout the past couple weeks with me hearing these stories, it sounds like there's just a lot going on. And like, I, you know, you are 100% allowed to be sad and you, you are 100% allowed to feel everything that you need to feel. I want to be there for you as a friend, but I also want to be an outlet for you. So how about we try to diminish the conversations about what you're going through or, you know, you can word it about the cheating or whatever. And let's just have our time together be a fresh place for you to feel happy. So that way we can thrive as friends. And now what I just phrased, I feel like is a good way at good way to validate them, validate their emotions, validate your friendship, but then also give a segue to say this 
our space together is a safe space. Let's keep the negative energy out. So you're still telling them like you hear them, you know that this is hard. And if they respond back, maybe with like a, well, who else am I supposed to talk to or something? Maybe that's when you can be like, well, I follow this girl on Instagram. She uses better help. Um, she has a code. You can get 10% off your first month. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you can say, you know, I've, have you looked into talking to someone about this? Like may, maybe a therapist or something would help um, have a little bit more unbiased outlook. Like I think like that could be super helpful, right? Um, something like that. I think after saying that introductory statement, you can really navigate the conversation from there um, because at no point in what I said, like for an example, you're attacking them at all or or minimizing what they could be going through. You're like, you're hearing them, you're seeing them, you're, you're validating them. And then um, you're also kind of setting a boundary for yourself. And I think that that is 100% okay and warranted. What motivates you and inspires you? Um, sorry, I'm thirsty. What motivates me? I feel like just, I feel like you guys motivate me because I wake up with a purpose to make other people happy. Like not in a way where I'm not happy, but like I get to wake up and make someone's day, whether it be just like a dumb fucking story I post or Maddox and just like him being cute. It might make someone smile or a workout that kicked your ass and you feel good about yourself. Like, I feel like you guys motivate me to keep showing up. And because of the constant love I get from you guys, it motivates me to like keep going and try new things and make new things and push new things and share new things and be vulnerable and whatever. What inspires me is probably just the goal of having a community that's like unfuckwithable. I feel like everyone wants to build a community of, you know, oh, empowered women. But like, I want a community of like raw people, people that are unapologetically them. And I think in my challenges, that energy that I give off reciprocates with the people that I bring in. And that's because like the challenge, some of the stuff that you guys say in the challenge forum is so fucking inappropriate but that's so me, like that's so us, that's so our community. And I think when you put in work to create a community of people, like that inspires me, that inspires me to keep going and inspires me to create that because I think some of us out there, we need that. We need a space where we can laugh while still being serious about our goals. We need a place where we can ask for help and seek help without being judged or diminished. And I feel like I used to look up to a lot of people and like I still do, but in such different ways. Um, like Buff Bunny, I don't look up to her because of her body or her physique or her amazing G-Wagon. Mm, I kind of do, but her, I don't look up to her cause like she's perfect and she's this and she's that. I look up to her because she grinds. Like I, I'm, 
I don't look up to anyone anymore in terms of like physiques or like lives, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know how to word that. I'm inspired by things that are character, like perseverance, hardworking work ethic, um, people that like just keep showing up, people that continue to evolve and create things and create amazing communities. You know, Katie Hearn and Hayden, they have created just such a mass cult following, um, sharing their family, creating amazing products, creating amazing businesses. Buff Bunny, she's created Buff Bunny Collection. She's fostered an exclusive community and has worked so hard to do that. Um, and I feel like those are the type of people that I look up to nowadays. Um, and it's maybe more of like entrepreneurs that inspire me, not influencers. Like I'm so tired of just influencers. Like I love substance, if that makes sense. Um, at least in terms of like what inspires me. I like to look up to people who are really out there fucking doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Anyone can sell a program, but who's fostering a community along with that? Like who's out there making a quick buck versus who's out there fucking grinding, making high quality shit. You know what I mean? Like that's what I value. Um, I hope that made sense. That was like a really long answer. Um, but yeah, I hope that made sense. Um, okay. Another question, um, just kind of before having a baby advice. Um, great question. If anything, just live day, live every day, live every day, day by day until you have that baby. Because as someone who had my last two whole months, 60 plus days, ripped away from me fast, like unknowingly, I was devastated to yes, have a premature baby, number one, but number two, like I didn't get to say goodbye to that part of my life where I didn't have to tend to someone else, where I didn't have to be a mom yet, where I could still go to Target without packing up a baby, when I could go get my nails done when I wanted, go to the gym when I wanted, blah, 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 blah. So don't wish away your time before the baby comes. I look at my life now and I'm like, dude, as much as sometimes I really miss the old life that I lived, I could never do life without Maddox. Like Wyatt and I were at Publix the other day and it just kind of brought us back to our time in Florida and the time when it was just me and him. You know, we were engaged and getting ready to get married and we both looked at each other like, man, sometimes we miss like not having Maddox. And then we got home and saw Maddox and like an hour or so later, we both looked at each other and pretty much like we're thinking the same thing. We're like, you know, as much as we say we miss our life before Maddox, like we could never do life again without him. And it's just one of those things that it's okay to mourn. And I think for me, like I'm still under a year postpartum, motherhood's still new. It's still very new. So to mourn that part of your life is okay. Um, but if you're still currently pregnant, I just really encourage you to take it day by day. When I was pregnant, I truly did not want to rush the process. Like I, I actively woke up every day in that day, not looking forward, not looking backward, just enjoying that day of pregnancy 
And that was the first time I was really being where my feet are, so to speak. I wasn't trying to rush. I didn't wish that he would come. I, w- I wasn't, oh, I can't wait to meet him. Like, yes, but I also was like, I can 100% wait. People would always ask me, oh my gosh, are you excited? And I'm like, yeah, but like, I'm just really enjoying where I'm at. And who knows how my mentality would have been getting to the end, right? Where your feet are super swollen and you're huge and you can't do a lot. You know, don't get me wrong. I, I wasn't able to experience that, but I wish I did, you know? So I would just say the advice is just have conversations with your partner beforehand, set expectations. Um, you know, what, what are you going to do? What, what's the plan? Are you going to breastfeed? If so, how, like, how can your partner help? Um, or in general, just discussing how having a baby will change your relationship in like, let's just promise to like, keep communicating. Um, because being thrown into that change so fast, it did a number on Wyatt and I, and nothing that didn't make us stronger, nothing that broke us, but it was still, it was just a lot. Both of us, we went through a lot of trauma Um, and then we had to come out and like be parents when we weren't ready, which I know that like, oh, no matter what you were going to be parents. Yeah. Like no shit, but not eight weeks early. I mean, that's two whole months to really just start to sink in. Like, Hey, things are going to change. Things are going to change. We were still just so in the moment that we weren't expecting it. Um, so just keep communication open, keep taking care of yourself, enjoy everything. I, I'm not going to be the person that's like, you, well, you won't ever sleep again because you know what? I barely slept during pregnancy. I had fucking pregnancy and insomnia, like no other, but enjoy those quiet nights. Enjoy the time of just you and your significant other. Enjoy being able to just sit on your couch and like, just scroll on TikTok. you know, like just embrace those moments. Um, you'll get it back. You know, when Maddox naps, I get it back. I get to relax and whatever, but it's just, it's different and that's okay. Um, it's going to be a new normal, but you're going to do great. Um, and again, I'm not, I hate those bitches that try to scare you about motherhood. Like, oh God, just, you just wait, wait till they're walking. (laughs) Oh my God. You think that's bad? Wait until blank. Oh yeah. Well, you're never going to sleep again. It's like, shut the fuck up. Every mother is allowed to have a different outlook. Um, so with that being said, I'm not, I'm not one to sit here and scare. I'm just here to give you, you know, some advice and maybe what I experienced. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, last thing that I'll really touch on, um, a lot of questions on just like, Hey, like how really are you? How, how is things going? Maddox is almost one. Oh my God. You know, how are you doing? Um, I will say overall, like I'm doing really great. I feel a lot better ever since we got back from traveling. Traveling was just a lot and it built up a lot of resentment against Maddox. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh my God, you resent your child. It's like, yeah, um, he's a fucker. Um, But it was just really hard to enjoy a few different things while traveling when I had him. So like I would be at the pool, everyone would be in the pool, but I had to stay in the shade because Maddox was crying and he had to nurse. And then he would fall asleep in the stroller and I'd maybe get a second in the pool, but then when he would cry, you know, I would go get him. 
And sometimes I just feel like people forget about you as a mom um, and not on purpose. Like it's just, you are default parent. Mothers are naturally default parent to where you just, you go and you do it, right? Nonetheless, I couldn't just sit there and listen to him cry until someone got him, right? Like I just, I go and do it. So sometimes asking for help isn't my, isn't my best trait. Like I'm bad at asking for help. So when Maddox starts crying, I wish someone would say, hey, Des, you enjoy the pool. Let me go get him. But like no one does that. So then I get mad because no one does that. And then I resent having a kid because I feel like I'm doing it by myself when I'm very much not. But I just, I get in that spiral right in your mind. You're like, oh my God, I'm so alone, blah, 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 blah. So that was really hard for me while traveling. And I'm glad I'm not traveling anymore was just breastfeeding, traveling. I'm just, it's hard. It's very hard to travel and, and, and enjoy yourself when you are breastfeeding. Very hard. Breastfeeding is fucking hard. Just the demand of it. Always being touched, grabbed, clawed, bit. Maddox has been biting my nipples like crazy lately. And I think it's because he's teething slash understanding he has teeth now, etc. So sometimes he'll clamp down and I literally yell. I like yet literally yell to try to like scare him. Um but it's not working. So, point is, um I the past few weeks it was just really hard because I've just made the decision to stop my breastfeeding journey and start to wean. So I'm still breastfeeding right now. I'm kind of just learning what this weaning process looks like. But it also gives me a lot of uh, emotional battle because I, I, oh my gosh, I'm like going to cry. <laughs> Just give me a second. <laughs> When I started breastfeeding and pumping, I did it because he was in the NICU and because I knew that I was going to do whatever I could do to get him home faster and make sure that he was getting the nutrients to grow and not be, you know, this four pound baby. And I mean, I would set my alarms, I would pump right, you know, bedside by him. So my, my journey is, I'm sorry, this is so ugly. It's just so special to know that I've been the source of his growth for almost 12 months. I'm so proud of it. I'm sorry, this is so ugly, but I am so proud of what my body has done for him and to look at him knowing that he went from a four pound baby 
less than that because he did, he lost weight, you know, to a 22, 23 pound, whatever he is now, like because of me, because of all the fucking hard work I put in, the hours I pumped, the hours I spent cleaning my pumping shit, the hours I spent waking up to feed him, the hours I spent sitting rocking him feeding him you know it's just it's so much work and so to say goodbye to that journey is really hard emotionally because when I look down and I'm you know I'm nursing him it's so unbeatable the feeling of connectedness you feel you know your body is literally providing for this thing that was in your body (laughs) you know it's crazy and when I look down and like I see his little smushed face against my boob and his big eyes just looking at me fading off to sleep like it's just such a special time And when you grow, when your babies grow up, there's like one thing at a time, right? That they become more independent. They start walking. All of a sudden, they don't need you to hold them as much. All of a sudden, they're riding a bike. And then you don't have to hold their hand walking. All of a sudden, they're going to school. You don't have to watch them all day. And I feel like quitting, finalizing my breastfeeding journey is that first step of independence for him, you know? He doesn't need me for that anymore. He can get his food from real foods. And so it's just like a weird thing that I'm so, I'm mentally tapped out of breastfeeding, but I'm also like emotionally attached, right? Oh, I'm so sorry that that turned into like a sob fest, but it's just really hard to talk about. Like I've talked about it twice now. And both times, like, I've cried. And it's, like, such a mixture of crying because I'm sad. A mixture of crying because I think quitting really makes me realize, like, what I've done the past year and what has occurred. And so it's almost, like, a little bit of, like, healing in a weird way. And... Again, it's just, you know, you you work so hard. At the end of the day, like fed is best. Having a baby and feeding them, no matter what that process is for you, whether it's formula or or breastfeeding or just nursing or pumping or both, whatever. So like fed is best. I, I'm not sitting here like glorifying like, oh, you have to breastfeed. But like that was just my personal choice. And so no matter what, feeding a baby is hard. Feeding a baby's hard. Like making sure a baby is fed is hard no matter what way you do it. But because of the demands of nursing and pumping, it's, it is harder than formula fed period. It, it is right. Like, I, like it's just a different bodily demand. And, um, so that amount of work I've put in is just really hard, but like, I'm, I'm ready for help. You know, I'm ready for Wyatt to be able to give him a bottle so I can like rest 
or like have an extra hour out of the house. You know, like I'm, I'm ready to open up the floodgates of not being just the default parent. And I just feel like that naturally occurs when you're breastfeeding because the dads or the partners, they cannot do as much when they, when your baby's literally dependent on your body and it makes sense. Like that's not even a negative thing. It's just the truth. So anyways, now that I'm done crying to you guys, um, I'm doing great. (laughs) Thank you for asking. Um, (laughs) no, I'm really doing awesome. It's just that that is the hardest thing for me right now is navigating this part of my journey and he's going to be one years old. And I think again, like a little bit of the comparison game has creeped in my head lately just because he is, he's going to be one, but he's also functioning between like a 10 month old, 11 month old, whatever. And so I look at some other babies and I'm like, he's like not doing that yet. Or like, I think of his one year photos and I wish he could stand by himself, but like, he's not doing that yet. Like, you know, it's stuff like that. Foods, you know, I think of his smash cake. I'm like, is he even going to eat it? Cause like, he's not like, he doesn't eat a lot of stuff. It's stuff like that. I'm like, did I, what am I doing wrong? Or I just compare myself to other moms sometimes. Sometimes I'm pretty active at not. I'm really, really proud of Maddox. I'm so proud of him. I'm gonna fucking cry again. But anyways, he is a fucking miracle. Oh my God, why am I gonna cry again? (laughs) Yeah, his, um one-year-old podcast is going to be really ugly. So just look forward to that. Um, but man, he is just such a miracle baby. And, you know, I'll have to tell you guys the whole story again of kind of when Maddox was born, I'm going to have to kind of rehash that because there's so many things I want to say right now about why it's, why he's so special. Um, but just he, he is amazing. And, um, I love being his mom and I can't believe I've been his mom for 11 months going on, going on a year. So, um, anyways, I'm going to wrap the podcast up here. Um, he literally just woke up as I said that he, he knew that I was talking about him. (sighs) wow. Little deep breath. How blessed are we to wake up and have the decision to live life how we want for the most part? How awesome is that to to just be ourselves? That's the coolest shit ever. And I don't think I've really lived up to that until probably the past almost two years now. Just really being me. And... I am, I'm just so proud of myself. You know, I could have lost myself and I could have done this whole quote influencer thing wrong just to like see success. Like I I could have done whatever I needed to do to like gain the clout, but I stuck to myself. I've grown, I've evolved, but I've still stayed true to me. And it just makes me 90 times more proud because I get to be exactly who I am with you guys. 
And that's why this never feels like a job. I don't have to have this fake persona, this face, fake personality. I get to just wake up and like be me and cuss a little bit and make fun of Disney adults and fucking slam on MLMs. And it's fun. Mostly because I just joke around, but you guys get the point. Anyways, um, sorry, I just got so emotional the last like 15 minutes, but such a special, special month ahead. Um, I cannot wait to share it uh, with you guys. Just celebrating my first baby's first birthday. Um, and also just celebrating the past year. A, a lot has happened. A lot has occurred. Um, so yeah, we'll catch up in future episodes, but I'm going to drop a link in the show notes for Tell Me a Secret. I'd love to catch up with you guys. Here's some fucking dirty tea. Um, we will chat next Sunday and I will maybe try to do a small like mini episode for recapping Emily's wedding. Um, or I'll just wait till Sunday to be honest. like the next Sunday. We'll see. Um, oh my gosh. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for crying with me. If you did, thank you for just listening to me cry. Even if you listened, um, I love you guys. Make sure you check the show notes for ways to support me, um, ways to support my family, my commission links, etc. And we'll chat next Sunday.